Okay, today's stuff is Daf Samech, and we start quite a few lines down because uh, yesterday I just wanted to finish that piece. We were discussing the, um, the because in the Mishnah has been talking Minayim, what's a, what's a smach for a whole lot of different laws. And the most recent what we were discussing is the fact that a child up a Brimila can even bathe them on the third day. And the discussion we had initially was, is it Marchitzim Hatakata or Natamila? We're we talking about just the miller or the entire, entire katan. And we came to, it seems to suggest from the floor of the Gemara yesterday, we were talking about the whole katan because if it was just the wound, then it's no different than the other wound. And then we've got laws, you can wash a wound on Shabbos. So now the Gemara begins as follows. We're about know, eight lines down, six, something like that. Rabbalah B'Shem Rebbalaz is Halachic Rabbalaz of Benazari. The Halachic is like Rabbalaz of Benazari. Now who's Rabbalaz of Benazari? We haven't mentioned this here. And that means our Mishnah, which is a Stam Mishnah, is like Halacha, uh, is like a Rabbi Lazar and Azariah. Why? Because we'll see in Perek the Rebbe Lezer, Mila, that's going to be later on, <clears throat> there's a Machloket. That the Chachamim say it's only the first day, it's Rabbi Lazar and Azariah that says, even like, well, the third day. The question is, is it even the third day or up to the third day or first and third day? I'll leave that discussion for another time. But the point is, is that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Lazar. Okay, let's continue. Ralavin Bashem Rabbi Avau says, Time of the Rabalaza Ben Azaria, what's his proof from? Now, interesting here, the, in other what's the what's the source? Not just that it's the third day, but what's the source that it is that you can watch the entire body, you'll see. Because it says Biotam Koev Enktiv Khan. Ella, what does it say? Ella Biotam Koavim. Like, you know, it's Bayotok Koev. So the fact that it's gone from, it, should, it could have been single, single, but rather it says plural, plural, Biotam Koavim, the Shasha Kol Abraham Koavim, Alehem. That seems to imply, I'll read the, I'm going to read you both the Korbanator and the, um, the, the Rebchaim. It says Biotam Koavim means Alma Biom Shiakato Koavim, they're still so, or Mahach Krayofina and Shalami Merchatim Kol Gufo. The he seems to, uh, Rebchaim, you see that firstly he learns it's on the third day that they're still, uh, still sore. And therefore, they could wash the entire body. However, what's interesting, if you're talking mashma, this is the Korbanator's piece, he says, the mashma shakol evrehem haya koeb lahem. tam koavim, the Korbanator understands what the Gemara is doing, is showing that it wasn't just the miller that was in pain, the entire body, right? It's, you, know, someone, you, know, when, you know, it's well known, when someone has surgery on a small part of the body, their entire body can feel uh, drained or in pain or achy for a long period of time. So Shmami Nabi obviously it it you can find that on the third day second and a fashot and it's also the justification of bathing the entire baby, even if they've just got a wound in that, you know, where the miller was. Okay, Rabbi Akalvar Acha Amar, Amar Rabbi Mafgidin Lachayata. What we do, we we instruct a chayata that's your ledit. Koshikvin, which is any for what you do, the atun abdin bachola Abdin b'Shabbos. What you do for a katan, you can do on Shabbos as well. Lachens and says lachens richa. That's the fact that that uh, teach or instruct your letter to do any type of medicinal things that do during the week, even on Shabbos, must be the necessity of teaching them. Must not be talking referring to a newborn baby because that's obvious. Uh, it must be a filu Shabbos. Must be even on the third day. In other words, the fact that to go away and, t- and instruct them to continue, if you like. Doing medicinal things must be, can't be talking about the day where they're born because why you have to tell a midwife that? That's a sakana for the baby, obviously. But even on the third day, you can, any, any activities you're allowed to do. Okay. Um, I'll read you, I'll read you Rub Chaim. He says, uh, where is it? Um, you know, the Hadi Tzvich Rabbalaz of Rebbe, let's avoid Kachain Bashishi Lamilla on the third day of the Mila we're talking about specifically. Sorry. The Ibari Shon, because the first day Pshita, because it's obvious because it's sakana here otherwise. Okay. Now, Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, Mitne Sakana. 
Why can you do this? Because it's a danger, as we just said. So Rabbi Yosef, then mechamim lochamim. If it's because of sakana, then you should even be able to heat up the water. Now, why is that a chidush? Because the Mishnah, all it says is machitzin a kata on a tamila. Now, that you might understand from the Mishnah is referring to you can use preheated water. Okay? And what, it's, what we're saying now, if it's mamasha sakana for the child, then obviously you'll be able to even heat the water. Uh, and so, indeed, that's 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 the halacha. In other, sorry, sorry, the halacha. That indeed, that's what we mashma from the Mishnah. So, Rabbi Yossi Barbun b'Shem Rabbanan, Taman Mechamin Luchamin b'Shabbos. Indeed, as we can see, the continuation was that they even allowed them to heat water on Shabbos. Again, well, I said the word halacha, but just be very careful not passing anything from our learning together at all, right? But Taniken, as it says, continue. Mechamem hu adam lontit b'Shabbos v'notnot al gabei ma'ayim b'Shabbat. What you're allowed to do, you're allowed to warm up a lontit. Now, lontit, um, uh, Corbanera says, is like a baggage in Um It's like, a, probably like a, like a towel of some sort. You're allowed to heat it up on Shabbos and put it al gabe. You've got maka here. Um, Reb Chaim says you should read it ma'ayin. You put it on your stomach. Someone's got a sore stomach, right? Where did I see this? Um, he says as follows. He says, He's got a sore stomach. It's going to help be helpful. Bashari. In that says, now why is he saying that's okay? Because it doesn't appear like you're doing something um, uniquely medicinal. Let's put it that way. Because even healthy people sometimes have, you know, hot water bottles when they're cold, things like that. It's called a hot water bottle, right? Which is interesting. This assists Shmuel. Now, what are we talking about here? Because according to Reb Chaim, he's going all the way back to Shmuel that we said to, um, almost at the beginning of this, uh, this daf. Well, but even though we start a few lines down, you can put oil or, or hot water on a maka, on a wound on Shabbat. Um, and, and we said because it doesn't look like Rafua. So Rafayim understands this piece, the, the critical piece, is, this piece is does it look like Rafua or not? And what's Why interesting. Does it say to heat it up through a goy? Um, what would be the issue of heating up a towel? No, I said a goy. Let the goy heat up the water, a gentile. I'm not sure if we're heating up. Oh, it says white. No, because if some, uh, you're saying if it's sakana, if it's like sakana and if I short. Yeah, but at least not a Jew is doing it. Yeah, I know, but I'll give you an example. If there's a sakana for short and we don't say get, quickly call a goy to call hatsala. Okay. Right. Or, you know, so like, I don't know. Um, but, but what's, I, 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 okay. Uh, interesting, by the way, I remember, um, uh, one time I was in hospital and asked for a hot water bottle. They wouldn't do that in hospitals because it's too much of a danger with burning and things like that. But they said, well, we're happy to heat up a towel for you, right? So this is like the luntit, mamash. So that was the same type of idea. I think they microwaved it and put it in a bag or something. Anyway, let's continue. But what you can't do, you're not allowed to get an areva, which is like literally, areva is literally a trough or a kneading bowl. Fill it with hot water and then put that agabe ma'ayin b'shabbos. Now, according to Rab Chaim, he says, because then that's obvious that it looks like Rabushim Rufua. And there are so many, there are a lot of things Mishum Rufa, if it's not, if it's not Makom Sakana, obviously, that you can't do Mishum Gzerat Shemei Shachek Ishachek Shemamanim, because they're concerned that they'll start grinding medicines and things like that. That was part of that whole Gzera. However, the Korbanetis said the concern here is, is Shemei Shpuchua love, that the concern is that if you put this hot water on the person, it'll pour on him, and then he's like bathing on Shabbos. That's what, that's what the Korbanetis says. Alternatively, the concern is that you've still got the Alonti, you've still got that towel over the stomach, you put the, the the trough of hot water on it, 
And then what's going to happen? It might spill and you end up squeezing out this, um, the Shemi Sachet. You'll end up squeezing out the towel, which you can't do. Okay. Different reasons why this, uh, again, why, why this array will be a problem. Rabbi Levi says, mutar. He says, actually, you don't read it as Asur. There's no problem with putting this Areva on the person, um, who needs it for his stomach. Okay. What's this referring to? This refers to the last piece in our mission that talks about, they're talking about the Lashon Zahurit on Yom Kippur when they tie the red string. It says that they do on the Rosh Sira Mishdaleach. And then what they do when they take it, to the tzuk where they're going to throw it off, and they tear it in half. One half was on the stone, one half was on the the sear. They push it down, and it would turn white. Okay, and we said that based on the pasuk ime yuchatachem kishanim kishel galbino. We'll discuss that in more detail now. However, what they're saying is initially what they do. Everyone used to tie a string in there on by their house. Some people's turned white and some people's didn't. And those that didn't turn white, they would get embarrassed. So they said, put a, put a stop to that. Initially, what they did is they put it, then they said, okay, no more, don't, no one put on your houses anymore. We're going to put this red string, this red uh, uh, scarlet thread. We're going to put it in on the entrance of the Heichal in the base of Mikdash. Everyone would feel Good about that, that a Kodesh Baruch was machaper for them, of the other Vanon. And the Yeshanim, and sometimes it didn't, and that would happen, that actually feeling start, um, feeling depressed, and it would ruin their year. They think this is going to be a bad year, and you know, you know, it's like a target fixation type of thing. We start, um, self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, it, it was, it was a bad thing. Um, uh, fine. And then it says, Chosrim Vakashro, that they did, let's put on the rock. And that way people wouldn't see what, see, see if it turned white or not, and people, it wouldn't have this, uh, it's this depressive national impact if it didn't turn white. Now the Gemara continues. But excuse me, but that wasn't true as a siman. I mean, it's not to be understood as a siman, whether it stays red or it turns white. I mean, that's the whole point, no? It's interesting. In other words, it might have been a That's what you're asking. You're asking your question, meaning... It's meant to be siman for everyone if we're trying to conceal. It's a point not to be concealed. It's meant to be a message for everybody, right? Yeah. But I think I think... I don't have a good answer for that, but I think it's a bit a bit along these lines. It's sometimes it's like Musa of the previous generation to this generation, right? The previous generations, let's go a few generations back, they'd say it'd be effective to say you're terrible, you're rubbish, blah blah, bang the person, beat them down. If you do it to a kid nowadays, it's not going to have the same. Like it'll it'll actually be destructive. I said, all right, fine, I'm terrible. Let's let I'll throw in the towel. It won't be a motivating thing. So maybe yes, it was a siman that had motivating. Um, impact, but then, then for that particular generation at that time, it ended up being uh, detrimental to the individual. It wasn't actually motivating, and they thought, okay, we have this simon, but maybe the, this generation is not fit to have it exposed to them. Again, that's just maybe a balabatisha answer, but I think um, that I think there's okay. okay. Now, this is the then a Kodesh Baruch Hu says, I am reasoning with you. If your sins are like scarlet, I'll make them like a white, like snow. And if they're like, if they're red, like crimson, I'll make them like wool. So two expressions of red turning to white in that Pasuk. We only made reference to one. What's interesting here, the Pasuk itself doesn't say, it says, Tani Rebbe Yazer Omer, Ima Yuchatachim Keshanim. Now it's interesting because it says Shani. Shani is scarlet. Why does it say Shanim? Shanim literally means years. So with that, we dorish a lot of things. It says, if it is Kishanim Shaben Shamaim La Aretz Keshel Gabinu. If your sins are like the the amount of time it takes to, that is between Shamaim Aretz, this the Bracha talks about it being five hundred years. Okay, then that seems to be that's that quantity of sins. I don't know exactly how to measure that, but that's 
Kishanim, it says, then, then I'll make them like Kishel Gyalbinu. Your Termikan, if it's more than that, then it'll be Ketzemer Yiyu. So Shelig is a whiter white than Semer. Okay, so I'll forgive them, but it won't be as radiant and white. Okay, the Bishur says, Imukatem Kishanim Kishne Avot. If it will be like the number of years of the Avot, meaning the amount of years they lived, if you add it all up, which is also 500, but it's actually not 500, it's 502. But here, the, um, the Reb Chaim says you actually take off the two years from Avraham before he recognized the Kodesh Baruch Hu. The assumption is recognized at the age of three. That's how you get to 500. Then, so in other words, we're saying the same type of thing. If you have 500 years worth of, if you like, Averis, then I'll make it Yalbim. You'll tell me, Khan Ketzemer you. Okay. What's that talking about? It's calling Berishon. That's based on Mikdash Rishon. There wasn't as many Averot. The Imyadimu Katola, if you make, if they're red like this, uh, I keep on saying red, but it's like different colors of crimson, like, uh, the red like crimson, then Ketzemra Yu. That's going to be a mixed Shani where there were more Averot. Now here's an interesting one. It says, Rabbanan Amrim Iu Chataav Shaladam Kefishanav. In other words, it's, it's so interesting. If in Chatachem Kishanim, if it is, now I'm going to translate it like the Korbanator explains it. He says, if the sins are age appropriate, I'll explain. Then you'll be, then you do tshuva, then keshel gabinu. If it's your termikan, if they're not age appropriate, then ketsemer you. Rabbi of course, explains it in terms of duration, but I'll talk to the korbaneda here. He says, because a person, his life, shimea damit chalek, I mean the korbaneda, gimu chalakim. He's got yaldut, he's what is a little child, bachor, his youth, and zikna in his older age. Bechol chalek, mehemitaver latava acheret. Every person in different stages of life have different desires, or put differently, different yetzaharas are pulling. If someone is overcome with the Eitzah, that's an age-appropriate taiva. For example, Shabachur Menaef. Bachur is having issues with, with, like, you know, with women. Or Vazaken, but Vazaken is Rodefa Har Kavod, someone in older age, the big Yetzer is covered. Fine. Or Mishtaker, alcohol, things like that. And then, then the sin is no big, because that's the Yetzer, that's where the Yetzer is playing, Kolkach. It's not as bad. If you've got an old man who's hanging out with doing things that a young boys do in terms of where the Yetzer plays a young boy, or or Bachur, Mishtaker, Biyain, then that's that's uh, more jarring, if you like, in terms of an Avera, and that's Keshel Gyaldino, which I think is very interesting. It's also, um, yeah, understanding the nature of man as well, okay, that, you know, the Yetzer of a person, if if he succumbs and does two, but Baruch will recognize it. If that's his challenge at that point in time, yes, Keshele Gyalbino, I will forgive you completely when you do Tshuva. But if you're doing things that just completely left field, then yes, you can do Tshuva, but it will be, as we said, Ketzemer Yu. Okay. Amarav Aru Yudan Atandraya says, B'Shash Avonot Kalim Keshele, if they're like, light like snow, then I'll make Yalbino. B'Shashim Kvedim Ketzemer Yu, if they're going to be heavy like um, Kvedim, they're going to be heavy, then it could tell you they're going to be like wool. Now, light and heavy, the different ways I understand this. Once again, it could be quantity, like we've been saying till now. Reb Chaim consistently seems to say it's all about quantity. However, Reb Carbonator here is talking about something different again. It's the nature of the virus, meaning Kalima, like Ase and Lotase, is a bit, bit like Mishnah's end of Mesech Yoma. And Chamurot could be like Krito and Mitot Beitit. Okay, different natures of the, like the severity of the sin, if you like. Okay. It also says another explanation if Kalim Kvedi means if your um, mitzvot are more, more than your Veirot or vice versa. Okay, let's continue. Next, Mishnah. 
Halacha Dalad. How do we know that Sicha is rubbing oil on one's skin is like drinking on your Makipur, so it's also Asor. Even though there's proof, there seems to be a Zecher. The water will come into his innards and the Shemen will go into his bones. So you see the Shtia and Shemen has Shemen going into bones. It's by rubbing. They mention the same Pasuk. It seems like a Zecher that seems to be similar ideas. Now, the Gemara continues with this idea. Now, when it comes to Shabbos, rubbing oil on one's skin, whether it's for pleasure purposes, whether it's not, then it's mutar. Now, the way Rav Chaim understands this piece is we're talking about whether it's pleasure or whether it is for a fuwa. That's Sheino Shatanog. Because people would rub oil on the skin, even for Tanug, we say that, oh, you, you know, it's not, it's not Obvious you're doing it for Rafua, that's why there's no reason to make Xeramashum Rafua. That's understand initially. See later on how we might change it. But your Makibur means Kibur doesn't make a difference. Bain Sicha Shi Shaltanuk, Bain Sicha Shainu Shaltanuk, whether you're doing it for pleasure or not, sounds like even for medicinal purposes, if you're going to continue the way we'd be explaining it, then it'd be Asul. The problem with explaining it this way, Rukhain points out, is that that seems to then go against the Bavli, because the Bavli says, Yes, Imishlo Khatatim Barosha, he's got these wounds on his head, on your Kippur is la Tilasukhotam. So Either Babli and Yishami got a machloket here, or he says differently, but maybe She'enoshel Tanug is referring to something else entirely, not got to do with Rufua, but got to what Lavir Zohama. You know, I'm doing it for pleasure, but it's to remove a stench. That's She'enoshel Tanug. And that's what we're talking about in Yom Kippur. And then the Reisha doesn't seem to be much of a Chidush with regards to Shabbos, because before the Chidush of Shabbos, if Enosh Tanug was Rufua, there's quite a Chidush. But now it doesn't seem as much of a Chidush in the Reisha. Okay, um, fine. Okay, but when it comes to Shishaba'ab, we said, oh, but Tanitzibur, well, that depends. Now, Sicha Shishel Tanug, if it's something pleasurable, you don't do that on a fast day. If it, then it's Asul Shainu Shel Tanug, whichever way you want to explain it, Shainu Tanug, then it will be Mutar. Okay, let's continue. Tani Shabot Sicha Leshtia Leisur, Ulita Shlobim Avalala Oynash. In other words, when it comes to rubbing oil on one's skin, is equal to drinking oil. Now, what oil are we talking about? We're talking about oil of Truma. Meaning, if a zar, just as a czar is not allowed to drink oil that is truma, he's not allowed to rub on on his skin either, or consume food that's truma. So just as it's equal to, it's that's like drinking, and also for tashlumi, meaning he has to pay back keren v'chomesh, if he does it by mistake, uh, but not lo'onesh. Lo'onesh is different. Meaning, it seems to be that sicha is what's called an isur asay. It's implied by an asay, but it's not a love. So we have to see how that works. But Yom Kippurim, it's Shavele Isu, once again, you're not allowed to roll part of his skin. Avalo Lola Onesh, once again. Okay, it's only Isur, if you said, um, it seems like Isur. Also, you know, get Malkus on Sicha. Then Yom Kippur, you don't get Malkus. Vahatani, Veloi Chalalu, Laviet Asach, Veta Shoche, 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 sorry. But once I've got a bracer that says, says, when it says Loi Chalalu, you should not desecrate it. That's to include Hasach and Hashoche. So you see, you've got a law yechalalu is a lot, and it's including sach and shota together. So Am Rabbi Yochanan says, Lekan sach, don't, you know, strike out sach from that. Doesn't make sense. Like, one second, Am Rabbi Abba, Mari, im omer at Lekan sach, how can you strike that out from the brisa? Why? Because if you do that, then Lekan shota doesn't make sense to say shota in, in, in that brisa either. Then you basically may as well wipe out the entire brisa. Why? The loken, meaning the im loken, dvashu ba mishnei lavi mitztaref, because then what you're saying is, Veloi Chalalu is trying to teach us about Shota. But we just said that, so we learned it back in Mesech Trumot, that Shtia Nachil is Mitztaref. But if you say that Loi Chalalu is teaching you Shota, and you've got a different love teaching you 
Achila, then how can two love him mitzdaref? Okay, so it must be that that so therefore you can't say that that bright is only teaching about uh, teaching about shorter, because again achila is kishtia. We know that from somewhere else. Now you can say if you want to say it's also talking about sach, then it's fine because it could be saying etasach betashorter means sach is like shorter, right? So then we sort of got this uh, problem that seems to be a little bit unresolved here in terms of his saying, because in the beginning we say that it's actually, it's not Isu love, and seeing this puzzle seems to be such is a love. Now what's interesting here, just because it was bothering me, because the Gemara continues by saying now, okay, how do I know it's an asset? Okay? We seem to assume that it's not a love, even though it seems to, the culture seems to be a strong one here. Now, in the, in the when I looked up in the Bavli, it seemed to, it seems to the Rishon, Rabbi Anotam, and things like that, seemed to say that this is actually Nasmachta, because this is only a problem for like truma, but let's say someone got um, oil of chelev, uh, um, for example, you know, ichelev, but can you rub it on one skin? Now, if it's mamash limud here, that shtia is like sikh is like shtia, then you would be able to, but, but again, I'm not getting into halacha, but it seems to be they, they understood this, that this seems to be an asmach, but already a drash that it's a love. Okay, I'm not sure what the Yishal, how the Yishalmi works here because it seems to be a kasha. Because now the Gemara continues, how do I know that it's actual sikha is an isur ase? When it comes to truma, so Rabbi, and also we see by um, by um, by Yom Kippur, but here we're specifically talking about truma, and this brings us back to a sugya once we seen once before. Rabbi Azab Hashem Rabbi Simai says, "Lo natati memenu lamet," that I didn't use what I didn't use uh, master sheni oil for a met. Now, what does that mean? Oil. Let's, 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 I'm jumped the gun a bit. I didn't use master sheni memet. Manan kaimim in la bieta rov betachrichim lachayhu asur lokoshek and lamet. If we're talking about using demei master sheni, then use it to purchase tachrichim, which is death trials and an aron. Well, using master sheni money to purchase clothing for a, a live person is asur. So why would I go out of my way if part of vidui maaser to declare that I didn't use it to buy for a met? I'm not allowed to buy for a chay anyway. So it must be something that's mutar for a chai and asal for a met. So much must be something that's only you have to make a video regarding a met, but for a chai it's mutar. It must be sicha. It must be sicha. So therefore you see that sicha is like shtia, that the, the problem for sicha is like shtia. And therefore from there we learn from truma, we learn from else. How far we learn again, it says the machlok we see on the bavli, but it's at least we learn from masasheni onto a truma as well. Okay, let's learn now, learn the next Mishnah, halacha, Hey, this is back to carrying the shirim carrying. Someone takes a hamotzi eating. Someone takes wood. That's the shir is kedei levatzel beitzakala. A shir we've seen many times and discussed before. That's another cooking egg. Tavlinim when it comes to spices kedei levatzel beitzakala. It's enough to to spice an egg. Um, it's from zem zem, meaning all different manners of spices and 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 condiments. They are mitzdar for one another to make that shir. Klipe egos. Klipe rimonim, these are shells of uh, nuts and of uh, pomegranates. Isis of which is woad and matter, all these types of dyes. That is that is to make, now, svacha is a hairnet. Okay? And at the top of the hairnet is almost like a, it sounds like a more like a like crochet little kippah, like a more netting at the top. I'm not sure if it's a crochet, but before the netting comes out. So the begekatan is at the top of that hairnet. Okay? Enough to, so it's enough to dye that little top, the begekatan. Now, neter borit kumina the ashleg. We're going to see what all these are. These all types of uh, cleaning agents. That's enough to clean to launder the smallest beged of a svacha. Once again, the hairnet. Rebbe says That's enough to lavir laketem, and that refers to a, a stain, a blood stain. They would take these things, and if it goes in a particular order, they could work out if this was dam nida from dam or something else. Okay, that relates to mesech nida 
Mitzvah we will see that because there's Nida on your, in your Shani as well. Let's now um, look at the Gemara. It says, Vakasha, I don't understand. How can all these Tavlinim combine together? Kamon or Melach Mitzvahim? You've got sweet things, you've got uh, salt things. How can they all combine together? They, they don't. Com- you wouldn't com- put them to food together. So how can they combine together for sheer of carrying? So Rabbi Ilah B'Shem Rabbi Laza says, no, what is it talking about? We're talking about all sweetening things that would go together. That's the thing. What we, that's what we mean by mitzvahim. Okay. Taman Hedin, Shirom Elabin Menafetz, Vatsoveya, Vatsoveya, is what? That's that's sit. Kedai sit. Kamala sit, sorry. In other words, when it comes to the culture of the Gemara now as follows. We learned in the Mishnah, the shear of laundering um, and spinning and, and dyeing, sorry, spinning, Nafetz is, is, is combing it out uh, uh, and to get the threads out and Tzoveya was dying and Tzoveya is spinning. All these things, the shear was sit between the inner finger and the middle finger. Okay? That's a small shear. And specifically for dyeing. In our Mishnah it says, for dye, the shear of the dye itself is much more than that. That's that's to die a baby katan. So why the why the shirim different? So the Gemara gives us a simple answer. Taman betzoveya. For the shir of tzoveya, what's considered malacha enough to do even kamalosiyat? That small distance between one's finger and, and middle finger. Bramhacha, in our situation, we're talking about how much will someone want to carry. And someone's not going to bother carrying such a, a small amount of dye to dye, you know, that the that that small thread. If something's worth the while to carry um, in from a short to a short, that would be, as we said, enough to die a small beggar. Okay. What's netter? Netter is natron, which is nitron. Boret is birita. Rabchaim Shem is sulfur. Kimon is this, this all the laundering agents we mentioned in the Mishnah, is um, Kilia, I think it is. Ashleg, Rebel Yossi Berabun says, Amar Atzrot Ruach. Now, these all seem to be different laundering agents, different theories what they are. Rabchaim says we actually know what, we don't know what they are. So we'll leave it as simple. Let's now learn the mix, next Mishnah. Pilpelet is pepper. How much is a shear of carrying pepper? That's a cultural why, because they would take it out and put it in their mouth. It's against bad breath. Second, what pepper this is, um, is discussed, but uh, again, something, something for the study. Itron is tar. That's also cultural. That was medicinal for someone who had a headache. Mine besamim, mine matachot. If you're talking besamim or pieces of metal, that's cultural. Lovely says, why did pieces of metal? Because that was lots of darban. Darban is like an ox code. So the tip of it. For tips, uh, tips of sticks and stuff, even small bits of metal were useful. We'll see what there's all us um, in a moment. But this is stuff that you have to go on So we can go through them. That, that's stuff from the Mizbeach or the Avne Mizbeach. This stuff you can't discard. You have to put in Geniza. This is talking about some decayed stuff that have been, worms have eaten away at it and different pieces of it. The sefer is broken away, or even from the covers of the sarim, also that requires gniza. So therefore, a kosher is considered worth carrying. Um, it's considered important. Even if you take stuff that was used for avodazar, a kosher, why? Because the Torah considers it being a, 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 a something. Because it says, because it says, I don't want to even have one iota. From this, uh, from all these spoils, from from this, uh, from this avodazara, because the Torah is machshiv in the smallest amount. Therefore, if someone carries that small amount, the Torah considers as if it's carrying. Okay, let's do a little piece of the Gemara so we can start from a new Mishnah next time. Tani af reach ra koshehu. Now reach ra means even if I'm taking out something that smells, even that would be a koshehu. Now this is interesting. I'll tell you why this is interesting because ama rebi ila af rebi shimon. What is it? Im rebi shimon would hold that. And more to also be so anam. Now that might be a bit of a kasha, and the Ritzah goes into this in lots of detail. I'll explain why. Because Rabbi Shimon says, Machashe in Sagufa is, you know, it's patur. Okay? 
So reach or something that smells you're taking out, or isranaa, uh, you would think, mate, isn't that varsha in malachat for gufa? I just want to remove it. And the proof you might think for that is because we learned before that he says if if someone's taking a met outside, Rebbe like to remove it, things like that. Or there was another one he mentioned nachash as well. Someone kills a nachash But for some reason here he says that if you're motzia something something that smells or isoranaa, then we say that that's, that Rebbe Shimon said you would be chayv. So the Rebaz goes into, because at length here, it's trying to understand what's the difference between a met that's considered machashen for gufa to Rabbi Shimon and Israel that's not. Both of you are removing it. Sounds like you don't want them. But it seems to be that um, that uh, that he said, he gives a few answers. One is that he says, And he quotes the Rabban that proves that. If it's something that's damaging to you, yeah, and you don't want it. You prefer, I'm mixing in another parish it brings later on. You prefer not to even be here, bichlal. You don't want it at all from the outset. Then that's considered Sregufa. Okay? But these other things that are mazik, it has a met mazik. The met's mazik, not like a, like a snake. It's met mazik as a tumor. However, Isra Nav is not being mazik. Or uh, the other case of Reach Ra, it's not being mazik. Like it's not tumor. It's not injuring you. It's just you don't like the smell. That's different. He would say then you're, you're almost wanting to hold it to move it out. And therefore, it's considered a malachat shetzrich alagufa. He would hold it tzchayev. Obviously, there's more to discuss here because it's such a subtle uh, distinction between the two. But uh, we're already over time. So, uh, Mr. we'll pick up from this mission tomorrow. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you.